The National Women's Hockey League All-Star Game set a record for attendance. UConn, South Carolina, in mere hours, Sue Bird and Asia Wilson commentate and buckle up, America. It's two days to pitchers and catchers. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow! A perfect score. Ten point four. He hacked at the two zero. Now the two one. Line drive. Hello again, everyone. This is Sports Without Balls. Dun, 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 dun. I just nailed that intro. Sports Without Balls fans, friends, family. It's Aaron Foley in the All Things Comedy studio, allthingscomedy.com, podcasts, cooking shows, stand-up specials, and soft gray t-shirts. Aaron in the booth. Gold cards. Two days. Are you thrilled? I, I can't be happier that football is over. I know. Me either. has come. I'm gonna be. Uh, uh, I got my. I got one eye on. Uh, I got one eye in baseball, but I got both eyes on uh, now my uh, now uh, deep dive into all things college basketball. But um, baseballs are close because I have decided uh, to play another season of fantasy baseball. Oh, oh I know. I can't stop. Terrible mistake. I know it is. It will ruin me and uh, also make me extremely happy. I couldn't be happier. What a transition sentence um, to have this man in the booth. I call it. I call it sprinkling in the balls. And this man, I've been friends with for a while, and I never see him. And when I do, I I have uh, squeals of delight like a baby. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> that's squeals, true. Squeals of delight. Yeah. Um, this man. Uh, he's a phenomenal stand-up. He's a great human being, and he's obsessed with wrestling, wearing a hat from his podcast, We Watch Wrestling. This is going to be a deep dive into wrestling of America. Please welcome Matt McCarthy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It's I'm a pleasure to be here. so psyched to have you on this podcast. You know, it's cute. It's cute how the football season ends <laughs> and the baseball season starts up and then it, it ends. Yeah. You want to know what never ends? Wrestling. Pro wrestling. No off season, no reruns. Wow. All year long, every day. That's amazing. Um, I have so many questions. I don't know where to begin. I've got to figure out I have volume. answers. Um, you know, I gravitate towards... Uh, uh, more lady sports. Um, so I've done more uh, of a deep dive onto the women's women's wrestling, but I mm-hmm. wanted to start with, so we're going to end there. Also, uh, uh, Sports Without Balls, peeps, uh, so this is a specialized episode because we're going to do probably 80 to 90% of wrestling. We're also going to do some National Women's Hockey League. Uh, the All-Star game was yesterday, and I was uh, trying to stream it on Twitter. Um, could we just uh, televise that? It's the best women's hockey players in America. Uh, next week, we're doing uh, uh, women's basketball. We've got Graham Elwood, Mr. WNBA, and we're going to do a lot of college hoops. Um, so look forward to that. But I love to do, like, it's fun to break it down just by a sport. Anytime I hear and an wrestling. acronym with a W in it, yeah, you must get excited. Yes. Because you're like, oh, women. Women. Where I'm like, oh, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have, all right, so this is what I wanted to start off with. And mm-hmm. then we'll just go, like, uh, we'll go in 
Here's my notes. I have three pages of notes. I'm your guy. This is what I wanted to start out with. When I started doing, you know, I know a fair amount. Um, that's professional. My <laughs> phone just went off in the middle of my own podcast. Um, it's my mother. It's fine. No, she can't text. Uh, I I was I was trying to think of like my memories of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in New York, oh. Connecticut, and then Rhode Island. I don't have a lot because I didn't watch a lot of like the, the wrestling. Mm-hmm. But when I was when I started to do like okay, you know, get on the computer, start doing some fun research. Um, it just it a link popped up in Wikipedia and it defined professional wrestling as a or the WWE or. Professional wrestling Mm -hmm. as a dramatic enactment of wrestling as a spectator sport. Isn't that interesting? I was like, wow, it's a dramatic. It's like they almost had a, and then they had a link to like the definition of wrestling, right? Right. So I was like, okay, well, we got that. But really, essentially, I was like, that's an interesting definition. I just wanted to, like, that's our springboard into the episode. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's it. Yeah. It's a simulated con- combat sport. Yeah. It's an art. It, of course it's, it's an art. art. But I guess from like the inception, because it mm-hmm. seems like you are obviously the spokesman for wrestling. I am the, yes, I am the martyr. <laughs> I, will, I will stand at the front lines. Yeah. I will suffer the slings and arrows. Yeah. Yeah. So as Mr. Wrestling, if I will. Uh, there... <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carter's favorite wrestler was Mr. Wrestling 2. Is there a person named Mr. Wrestling 2? Yes. Who Mr. is that? Uh, we don't know who he was. He wore a mask. No. Well, I, well you could Google who, what yeah. his real name is. Yeah. It's some, like, Bud Jones. I think his last name was White. I can't think of it. But it, this is a great story. Um, Jimmy Carter's favorite wrestler, and it was his mother's absolute favorite wrestler of all time jimmy carter jimmy carter's mother there is you can if you google john francis walker john walker that's mr wrestling too yes Hmm. he's 84 years old he's still alive yes who's mr wrestling one that's carol by the way my fact checker but she's throwing her voice burrell wooden 68 died in 2002 these guys sound like uh, librarians uh, Mr. Wrestling 2, if you Google, a, if you just put in Jimmy Carter and Mr. Wrestling 2, it will just be a, a deluge of images <laughs> of Jimmy Carter putting him in a headlock. No way. They invited him to the inauguration, um, but he, uh, they, they said, but you, you, can't, you can't wear a Wrestling. mask <laughs> to the inauguration. Yeah. It's, a, it's a security <laughs> issue. And so he he politely declined the invitation. No, he did not attend. Yeah. All right. So here's. All right. My favorite. One of my favorite things that's, in the world that's is is a amazing. man is a man in a suit wearing a pro wrestling mask. <laughs> There's really nothing better. So how did I would like to ask you like how did the because um, I don't I I have no idea how we went from wrestling to you know, WWE. You mean like... Like, how did we go Greco-Roman from... Greco-Roman freestyle wrestling? Yeah, like from... So my my memories of wrestling is, like, right. is Olympics, right? Sure, sure. At high school, yeah. you know, when I was sort of straight and I was dating a wrestler, dating in loose terms, I'd hang out where he was around. Mm-hmm. 
And then he was like, I like you. And I'm like, uh, piss off. So gay. Anyway, he, so I went to a lot of like wrestling He's matches. Like, I like you. You're like, that's so You're gay. like, okay. <laughs> Just keep walking. Uh, um, and so, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I don't know how that transition happened. In wrestling has always existed, you know, yeah. like the Bible, the Epic of Gilgamesh, it's, they talk about wrestling. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Rome, Greece. Um, in America, during the Civil War, this is this is true, uh, Abraham Lincoln was a championship wrestler. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Right? And, and when you look at him, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Big, long dude. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. So during the Civil War, there's a lot of downtime, and both sides. <laughs> that's that's never been said before. I'm a lot of downtime. I'm writing that sentence out. During the Civil War, there was a lot of downtime. It's true. It's a lot like show business. It's hurry up and wait. A lot wait. of downtime. It's a lot of downtime. <laughs> so both sides, uh, in the downtime, they would wrestle. Just to just so to, good. Well, it's like think of any Vietnam movie you've ever seen. Yeah. There's always a scene of them just sitting around, yeah. smoking pot or, or barbecuing. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's right. always that. Yeah. So uh, when the war was over and they transitioned back into civilian life, um, they wanted to see wrestling, and so in the late 1800s. Um, right around when baseball was just figuring out what that was. Um, horse racing was really big, but the number one spectator sport in the country was wrestling. Yeah. And so you had that combined with the carnival circuit. So then you started getting into and Nobody's totally sure when the worm turned. Um, cause it, it cause it, it it's kind of like, if you think about boxing today, yeah. um, it's so corrupt. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it, it, it didn't go as far as basically pro wrestling died for the sins of all other professional sports <laughs> and, and how far they could take the corruption and, you know, yeah. um, fixing matches and stuff and and all that stuff. So once you get into uh, the early 20th century, is when um, it's 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 at a peak popularity, and you had um, real mainstream celebrities coming out of professional wrestling. And then once you get into the twenties and thirties, and the thirties and the early thirties was, you, you can look up newspaper clippings where yeah. they're like, it, it was a questionable you know series of events. You know, some people are, aren't. <laughs> this match didn't seem like it was on the up and up. But a lot of it was still legitimate. It's interesting. Yeah. But then once you get into the 30s is when you get into, um, there was a book published called Matt Men um, that exposed the business. And then when it really made the change from totally similar, I mean, like matches were lasting. Yeah. Even worked matches were lasting like hours. So two dudes. Two dudes. And is it, is it the same judging system? Like a couple, like... It was that sort of similar. It was. Um, that's a good question. I think it was because um, because in collegiate wrestling, it's as soon as your shoulders hit the the mat, it's over. Um, but it was. Uh, I don't think it was. It was that. It, it, I, I, it's interesting. I'm actually not totally sure when the three count came into the business, but. You know, it was. Uh, so you, it was you submission. It was submission, submission. wrestling. Okay. It was. Right. Ba- you yeah. know, it's very much like. Mixed martial arts yeah. is now. It's it's you know submission because wrestling. Because some of them go to right. 
you know, three rounds and then the judging system. So I didn't, right. I didn't know if... Because so. this was more... They were doing uh, catch-as-catch-can wrestling. Um, but at any rate, in the 30s is when uh, Tootsmont um, basically what he phrased uh, slam-bang Western-style wrestling, where wow. that brought in the elements of the running and the punching and the kicking okay. and basically stood them up instead of just on the mat grappling. And then once you get into the 40s, um, you know, you got like guys like Luthez, but then then you get Gorgeous George. And guys had already started adding some... Flair? Flair. The flair is the great... Right. I mean, you know, it's right. unbelievable. And then once, once Gorgeous George wound up on TV, like people were buying television sets to see Gorgeous George. And then we were off and running. So there's yeah. always these boom periods. That's just an interesting. I, I was just thinking about that mm -hmm. today when, I, you know, you know, the last like 20 years, 30 years, you just see clips and, right. you know, I've, I've seen parts of matches and uh, um, I met Mick Foley. Uh, Your distant cousin. Yeah, we, we met. I think he tweeted at me or like I knew who he was, but I, I didn't, you know, again, I didn't grow up watching all like his matches yeah. and stuff like that. And then we became friends, I think, on Twitter. And then I opened for him at the improv. Right. Yeah. He and does I, a lot of comedy. Now. I said a, 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 some things I wasn't I thought. So when I was do, sort of doing like a deep dive of of. Uh, of uh, McFoley, I what was his name again? His, his he had a couple. Uh, Cactus Jack was the name he had for the longest time, and then he became uh, Mankind in the oh, WWF. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it was. I was watching like his famous clips. No, this is probably a couple years ago, and I think it was. Was the it, was it the Undertaker? Was that what was right. the famous one where yeah. he's falling at from the? the uh, yeah, they were at the King of the Ring pay per view in 1998. Um, they were uh, in the igloo in Pittsburgh, and it was the Hell in a Cell match, which is a cage match yes, with Hell a, in a Cell with a roof was, on the cage. Yeah, that was crazy, was crazy. But that was against the Undertaker, right? Absolutely. Okay, so I go out there now. I don't again. I, I I could talk to someone did, about did you ping just think pong it was, for four hours. Did you think it was just going to be a night at the improv, like crowd-wise? No. I, did you realize it was wrestling, heavily knew, wrestling fans? I knew it was all wrestling fans, okay. and I just knew I was there to, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, well, this is the most interesting gig I'm going to have for a while, and I always wanted to meet him. He was super cool, and we wound up doing someone else's podcast upstairs. Love love everything about it. And he just is the, the nicest man you yeah. ever want to meet, right? So, but I didn't know, like, I was, like, pulling sports jokes. Listen, it was very clear no one gave a shit that I was there for 10 minutes. They were just almost like the most interesting thing I said was my last name was Foley. They wanted Fair the sandwich. You, Fair you were the pickle. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just trying to get by. But I was, I, I said, oh, I just watched the Hell in the Cell match. And I go, fuck that dude, The Undertaker, whatever, thinking, <laughs> oh, the crowd's going to roar. And boy, did they not roar. And I thought, what did I say? I thought this is like giving candy to a baby. And I realized that. They all like got along and they're like, but I, I just thought, right. you know, as a Yankee fan, I fucking hate the Red Sox. To this day, I could tell you the third baseman of the Red Sox. I'm like, fuck that guy. I couldn't stand Pat Summit, who now is like my spirit animal because I was a UConn fan and I hated Pat Summit in Tennessee. <laughs> so if I'm playing for a UConn, I'd be like, you know what I mean? If I'd be like, it's an easiest thing ever. You know, like you're playing at Duke, right. you slam UNC. See, but this was this went 
completely awry. Right. Well, it's one of those hilarious things because it's it's so pro wrestling in that, um, you know, being like, okay, well, my team, they're the baby faces. I love them. The other team, uh, basically, we'll take you as an example. Yeah. The Yankees are the baby faces. You love them. The Red Sox are the heels. We hate them. But then, like, who was who was the guy uh, who like ba- who went from the Red Sox to the Yankees? Johnny Damon, Joseph right? Ellsbury, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. So yeah, then you're sitting there and yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, well, yeah. It's the he, worst, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious because that yeah. is what pro wrestling used to be. You know, yeah. So basically, cut back, you know, 30, 35 years ago, uh, when I was a kid, I remember specifically um, the Macho Man Randy Savage was a bad guy my whole childhood. And then all of a sudden, he uh, he turned babyface. He he. Uh, Wait, what does what does babyface mean? A good guy. Oh, okay, okay. White meat, blue eyed babyface. <laughs> 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 the fire pizzazz. <laughs> So he turns good, and then him and Hulk Hogan are best friends. And then for a year, it starts slowly creeping into uh, is there dissension between the mega powers, and then suddenly uh, Macho Man's a bad guy again. But what does that mean, though? What does it mean to go from the bad guy to babyface? Like, what is? Well, it's interesting. A number a number of things could happen. Either uh, either more typically than not, it would be a bad guy siding with a good guy, or. Changing his ways, or like a like some sort of uh, mea culpa, or okay, you and know, this is all off screen. Here's a, here's a great example. I'll jump back even further. There's the, one of my favorite. Um, it's called a it's a, called a turn when somebody okay. either turns from good or bad. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter was a bad guy, right? This is 1984. He's a bad guy. He's a mean drill sergeant. And uh, he's a jerk to everybody, and he calls people slimes and pukes, and <laughs> you know, Eddie's disease. <laughs> oh my and God, this is awesome! And so the Iron Sheik is in the ring. He Iron Sheik has just won his match, and Iron Sheik is a uh, despised uh, uh, Iranian. Uh, he he says uh, Iran number one, America hop. <laughs> And spits. <laughs> we hate the Iron Sheik, right? And he's refusing to leave the ring. He's in the ring and he's still celebrating his victory. It's like, okay, get the get out of here. Yeah. They're moving on with the show. Sergeant Slaughter is now being brought out for the next match. And as they're walking past each other in the aisle, they start screaming at each other. And Sergeant Slaughter is trying to get around the Iron Sheik. And the Iron Sheik won't move. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter came out of the curtain a bad guy. By the time he got to the ring, he was the most over babyface in the company. And no everybody's way. like, Sarge, you're the one. No you're the way. one. And then he starts doing like the Pledge of Allegiance with the crowd, like oh an entire God. arena doing the pledge and along with him. 80s Cold War, right. Iran, you know, yeah. Shaw of Iran. I mean. So now they're off and running. They had some brutal matches in Madison Square Garden that summer. It's, it's amazing. Wow. Great stuff. So, so Sergeant Slaughter versus Iron Sheik. Yeah. I, Wait, Iron Sheik? Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. When he first broke in, he had a couple different names. I I found a magazine from late 70s, I think, Um, maybe 1980. But his name was, um, uh, what was it? It was something, the the Arab, you know, whatever whatever it is. 
And I showed him, I was like, oh, look, the Aaron Sheik, they called him the, you know, blah, 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 the Arab. And he's like, no, Matt, that's 1980. They definitely pronounced it Arab. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. But so Macho Man Randy Savage, he was a bad guy. Then he was a good guy. He was champion. Then he feuded with Hogan. Then we all hated him again, and he was a bad guy. And when I was a kid, I remember on play-by-play was Vince McMahon and Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, And Jesse Ventura was my my favorite play-by-play guy because he was a bad guy, but he used so much logic that it was like... Plus, he's funny and he's cool. And it was also like, you know, he's making some interesting points, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> Still and then he ran day. for Congress. But it, but it, Still to this day. Governor. governor. He was governor. Governor. And, uh, yeah. Paved the way for what anybody don't they to want be in me? office. That's right. <laughs> How did three buildings fall down from two planes hitting? Uh, oh God, because he's a he's a crazy right wing conspiracy conspiracy theorist. Uh, he's not right wing, but he's definitely a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. theorist. Okay. Um, I've seen the tapes. <laughs> what don't they want me to see? Here's twenty two, whatever. <laughs> so, so there was one time on commentary, like Vince McMahon was always pushing the baby faces, and to the point where, like, even as a kid, I was like, Vince, shut yeah. up already. Yeah. And it was a Macho Man match, and Vince was, you know, kind of running down the Macho Man. And Ventura just goes, you know, I don't understand something, McMahon. A few years ago, you hated the Macho Man. (laughs) And then last year, oh, you love the Macho Man. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, you hate the Macho Man again. Why don't you make up your mind when it comes to Randy Savage? (laughs) And it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, what the hell? What the hell? Oh my God! You know, yeah, you have to. It's interesting because you see it in so many other sports, but like you, you, you need a hero, you need a villain, and then I didn't realize there were so many turns. My new, my new term. But that is the funny thing, like you yeah. know, oh, I hated Johnny Damon when he was a yeah. Boston Red Sox, yeah. but then he cut it. But then you're in Boston, and then you're like, well, Johnny Damon yeah. sold out. He cut his hair, he shaved. Oh, a- you know, I mean, Aaron's the biggest example in my life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, ugh. And then all of a sudden, it's like, is he going to replace Jeter? And I was like, I'll never watch sports ever again. You know? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they're like, no, they keep it in Jeter at shortstop. He's going to do third. I'm like, oh, oh. And then like, it's just, it's so. T- I just, yeah. it was just so awful. And I was like, you know, you try to defend yourself but you're like i grew up in new york i i'm a yankee fan since i was like six you know what i mean like i get right. it everybody shits on the i totally get it but then you're like okay farm club f- feeling pretty good about yeah. like you don't have to yeah. shit on this team all the time and then we get a roid <laughs> and then we win in 2009 and that's like oh yeah it was actually juicing every 10 seconds and you're like no no everyone's gonna hate it ever again Great. um all right more questions uh so this so is it's uh, it's unbelievable how so I went on the WWE uh, you know I didn't realize they had in the complete and utter I, I I did realize it but the like a subscription channel right yes so I'm on that uh, much like your Netflix Hulu whatever just for wrestling and but I, and I knew this was a gazillion dollar industry as obviously. Vince McMahon would say it's, yeah. it's going to be like Netflix but better <laughs> yeah but I couldn't believe. Um, the con, you know, the content was unbelievable, right? They, the the, uh, the yes. archives and yeah. and I was like, I would probably go on this for like just like a month, like again, just to see because I, I really want to do a, a like a deep dive on the women's side because oh, I've watched some matches and you yeah. know Eleanor Kerrigan, 
she works at a comedy store. She opens for a dice a lot. Uh-huh. Um, she was uh, a, a professional female wrestler for a while. And she consulted on Glow, and yeah, yeah, really, she's just what was her name when she was wrestling? I don't, I don't. Easy Rider, was it? Yeah. Oh my God, Easy Rider of the Harley Davidsons. Easy Rider. Where did she wrestle? Uh, Somewhere in L.A. Wrestling? Yeah, the women. Two thousand. Yeah. Wow. Because I I was like, I gotta gotta get her back on, or I was gonna text her today, like, listen to this because you'll you'll love it so much. I Um, was on a job once, and there were stunt coordinators there, and one of them, she, I heard her talking about wrestling. I was like, oh, I'm a big wrestling fan. She's like, oh, did you watch the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? I was like, sure. She's like, I was lightning. Oh my god! Shut up. That's awesome. You never fall for a bad guy's tricks because all your moves are lightning quick. (laughs) (laughs) Was that her go? That was they all wrapped on that on. On the real yeah. glow, not yeah. the Netflix glow. Yeah. yeah. They would all rap. Oh my yeah. God. That's so awesome. Mountain Fiji. Yeah. All right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to the to the ladies in a second because I've got I've got tons more questions. So the archive material, yes. I thought this is I don't know what it is a month I didn't get that far. But if you were like a wrestling fan, you're like, Oh my god, the archival footage. Aaron, you could relive oh, all I've, those. I have. Okay. Yeah. I had a buddy who gave me his password that's know. right yeah i was like that's and, so uh, awesome because like i'd like to go back and watch so many different sporting events but it, you'd have to hunt them you know what i mean but just to have everything in one place as like a wrestling fan also then i went on this is my favorite discovery like the merch that you can get championship replica title belts oh yeah 114 dollars yeah. oh, wow. i was like who is buying a chip i was like of course a gazillion probably but like yeah $314 you can get replica wrestling championship belts. It's a special breed of wrestling fan. Of the guys that show is. up. Of course they got the belts on their shoulder and you're just like, ah, oh, Do dude. they show up for these events? And I also realized that there's yeah. live events everywhere because I always wanted to see like a, a, a women's live wrestling event. Um, but can you imagine yeah. if a guy, like a guy was showing comes up in with, like a with, a, with a Stanley cup like on his shoulder? He's just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> It just was something so. I was like, that's so wrestling. You know I know. What I mean? There's some things that are just so. You're like, oh, I can. Obviously, they're for sale for three hundred fourteen dollars. So people are, someone's buying them. That's been a yeah. I, that started like mm, a little, little less than twenty years ago. I remember yeah. seeing like guys showing up, and I'm like, damn, you're dropping. I mean that, and the price has always been yeah. pretty consistently around three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so that is, excuse me, that is a thing. People will go to these events yeah. holding the belts over yeah. their shoulders. <laughs> so great. I don't. Nobody I know does it. <laughs> no, no, nobody that I'm friends with. Yeah. So how did you get in? So you've obviously had this whole lifetime affair with wrestling. My whole life. And yeah. how did you get into uh, uh, commentating? Or hosting? What? What do you? What's the 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 word? Or no, you wrote. You wrote for them. Uh, well, I've I've done all three. Okay. I, I um, uh, February twenty fourth. Uh, I'm gonna be doing commentary at Suburban Fight Pro Wrestling. No ring, no rules. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is? That's like that's the next question. Is like the categories. I wrote so many oh, categories yeah. down, and I'm like, I. I yeah, so that's that's part two. This is just them. That it's it's professional wrestlers, but there is no ring. Uh, there is a referee, but they're just fighting in a bar. And no way. Oh yeah. Wait, what bar? Uh, lately, we've been at the Hi Hat in Highland Park. Oh, oh wow. my god, yeah, <laughs> it's great. And actually, the last event uh, it went viral. Um, 
how graphic can I get on your wonderful mom and pop show to- here? Totally. It's... Uh, My mom and pop don't listen to it, even though I talked about them endlessly because they're huge baseball fans. Well, it was uh, it was Priscilla Kelly, um, the devil's favorite harlot, versus um, ladies. Yes, like wrestling. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. They get down and dirty. I'm gonna come to this next event. You're gonna love it. It well, it was uh, unfortunately, t- and so it was uh, last time we were there. It was Priscilla versus Tuna, who's who's she's just. Uh, She's fresh a, out of the sea. She's fresh out of the sea. Salty. She, she's a salty bruiser. <laughs> she's a brawler. Uh, she works at Amoeba Records. She's amazing. Oh, my God. And uh, what wound up happening was um, uh, Tuna was trying to welcome Priscilla uh, Kelly to uh, uh, to the territory, to Suburban Fight Pro Wrestling, and she's going to shake her hand. And, and uh, uh, well, uh, Priscilla was um, very rude. And uh, uh, she went to go shake her hand and then pulls her hand away, then sticks her hand down her trunks and uh, and then had uh, some business on her hands and then slaps Tuna with that. No! Then later in the night, and they were beating the shit out of each other all over the, all over the bar. Then later in the night, um, Tuna was knocked out with, you know, uh, just kind of uh, laying there like that. And then Priscilla's like... Are you, tuna, you want the tuna? You're gonna get the tuna. She goes no. back into her tights, no. and for and me and Vince Avery were on commentary, and I'm like, "Watch, she's really, she's really digging around in there." No. She pulled out a tampon. No, no, stuffed it in Tuna's mouth. The whole thing went viral. Big, I don't, Aaron. I don't debate. know if you've ever had a moment like this on air in no. 237 episodes. You're sitting here talking what? about your balls and your sports. <laughs> Holy shit! And there's women out there fighting for their lives in Highland Park. I a stone's I, throw from the All Things Comedy <laughs> Studio. I was literally in a bar in Highland Park last night. So they were going to have the big rematch. Wait, but I, Tuna got hurt. Okay, I. I have 17 follow-up questions. So she'll be Priscilla will be there, but she's going to be fighting Heather Monroe, who's who's no slouch herself. Okay, before we even get to the tampon part of it, and this show is now sponsored by Tampax tampons. It stays even, it stays in tight even when Priscilla grabs you. Um, okay, it, when you say it's in a bar. Like yeah. what is just ta- a, just talk us through the fight and the actual like there's a it's it's a it's a small music venue so okay. there is a stage but we're up on the stage at a play by play table like a classic and everybody can table. hear you microphones while they're no fighting. this is this is for the cameras okay um it's there's a bar there's pool tables there's a DJ booth and there's just people there's no chairs. There's people just running around trying to keep up with the action. It's madness. So they're just it's absolute fighting madness. Free they're just all. fighting all of they're on the pool table. They're getting thrown into the DJ. So booth. you could get like hurt while you're watching. If you're I not mean, careful. we are constantly making announcements. If you see wrestlers coming towards you, move. Yes. If a wrestler says to you, get out of the way, get out, get of, out the way. of the way. Yeah. And so last time we were there, the main event was Brody King versus um Darby Allen, and at one point, Darby Allen, uh, from out of nowhere, pulls out one of those um, electric bird scooters that you can rent on the <laughs> sidewalk, 
and he starts charging at Brody King on it. No. Brody King lived out every person's fantasy and clothesline no. kid right off of the scooter. Oh my God, that is everybody's fantasy. I'm telling you. And I've, my fantasy has never been to pull out another lady's tampon. So I will definitely go with the clotheslining of someone on a bird scooter. There you go. I'm so distracted by this whole tampon thing, I don't even know what to say. Believe me, it was the talk was it, of the wrestling but world. Was it, was it, all right, one one question before the damn question. Yeah. When 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 talk to me about the actual the, the that sport of wrestling going on. Right. Now is it is it grappling? Is it is it just I mean a lot of brawling. Someone could like break their back on a pool table. Sure. Is it is it sure. is it train planned so the person doesn't is- like get get seriously hurt these are uh trained professionals i mean you're you're fighting around in a bar on a on a pool table uh, you know off of uh it, it, the the cha- the the opportunity to get injured is uh just the same as if you were in a professional wrestling ring uh it's it's it seems like the- it's just it's not it's not something for um people who don't know what they're doing I was going to say, because this is like a, I mean, that that to me is like a trained dancer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. using. It's, it, every element you could imagine uh, goes into pro wrestling. And it's, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and it's very interesting. People who are accomplished athletes or in, or in good shape, cardio, strength, what, what have you, um, there is nothing that can prepare you for the brutality of professional wrestling except for ring experience in pro wrestling. They talk yeah. about being in ring shape where it's just like there's no uh, uh, there's no amount of, you know, um cardio that you can that can prepare you for the 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 it's just there's nothing else like it. Yeah. yeah. The moving and the and the um going into the the moves or the uh, the athleticism, it's just that you just have to be doing yeah. pro wrestling to be in shape and to know what you're doing to pro wrestle, yeah. you know. I just, I'm trying to picture this whole scenario. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I had no idea this this goes on at, like, smaller bar venues. You sure, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, I'm typically, dying to go. Typically, I mean, you know, there's there's big stadium shows. Yeah, Man- Mania yeah. is going to be at MetLife Stadium yeah. uh, April 7. And then, you know, there's always th- things at arenas, yeah. Staples Center, whatever. Then you get into... So there's um, different, like, leagues... Well, yeah, I mean, that's WWE. Yeah. Uh, there's a new promotion that's starting up called All Elite Wrestling. I actually just came from... Randy uh, Orton is rumored to maybe be going to All Elite Wrestling. Is that really? going to happen? I don't... I just read an article, The Viper. Really? I have not heard that. That would be interesting. It was just, I, it was just what I came up with. I highly... Uh, to quote Gorilla Monsoon, I think that would be highly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> Because I was like, I wrote down what is all elite. It's it seemed like it was very. Yeah. They were not the WWE and all elite wrestling were not happy with each other. All elites trying to be friends with everybody, but they are going to be. Um, th- there's there's talk that they are whittling it down for a TV deal between two different like major stations. Um, they're putting on their second big event. Um, May 25th, Memorial Day weekend at the uh, MGM Grand in Vegas. Oh, wow. Free sale tickets just went on sale before I hopped into a um, an internet taxi to get down here. <laughs> and I managed to get some Euchre seats. We're in. 
Did you? Are you going to Vegas? Oh, we're going, baby. Nice. Yeah. So you and your all in to double your, or nothing. Who's your podcast? Who's your Vince Averill? Okay. He is my uh, he's my professional. He's my tag team partner. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah all right. So there's. Uh, What's your favorite? So there's a lot happening, but I mean, yeah. there's also you go to American Legion Post uh, or VFWs. Yeah. There, there, there's wrestling there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's 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 all shapes and sizes. I just think the two ladies wrestling in a bar. Yeah, I they mean, the best. Every time Tuna's on the show, she has the best match. So do you think the? I would have to say, as as a woman, mm. the, the the tampon maneuver, albeit makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Like to me, that has to be cleared. Before they go in the bar, you know uh, what I mean. Like I'm, they, sure they dis- got, they, I'm sure they. I'm sure they. They. They must have discussed it with each other. Yes, with each Probably. other. Probably. You know what I mean. Like, there's no way. I gotta think. Someone's reaching down. You know what I mean. It's such an unlikely sure, sure. maneuver. And I know we're talking about wrestling, and I know it's it's yeah. phenomenal athleticism, but it's also gamemanship and performance and pageantry. The whole thing. And pageantry. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, yeah. but. Have you ever heard of the tampon move before? Uh, we screamed. Vince and I were on play-by-play, and uh, it is very rare these days can you see a first in professional wrestling. Okay. And that was a first. I, I'm really trying to recover in live time. So you get a lot of uh, you know uh, traditionalists who are like, this is what's killing the business. And it's like, well, uh, they went viral, and now you know everybody's heard of this promotion and these two young yeah. ladies in the match. So yeah. That's the name of the game. Yeah. I just it was crazy. I, believe me. It, it, look. I it, can't believe you were there. We were there. Broadcasting it. And you're, screaming. Screaming. Like, and you have to do the play-by-play like, she's now taking out her tampon. I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I, I, uh, it's, couldn't believe my eyes. It's, uh, it's, a, bold, it's a bold move. It's it, a bold move. It was incredible. It was, it was horrifying. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it, people get all uh, people get all worked up, and they're like, "Oh, you're killing the business! Oh, the, you're, you, it's a big it's, it's like, look, that to me is not a hundred years ago when when Tootsman told the guys like, shoot the guy into the ropes, and then the guy runs at full speed into the ropes, and then bounces back and runs back. Yeah, that's the moment that the business. Yeah. <laughs> And now we're suspending yeah. our disbelief yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, with, I mean, it's with just... the names and the masks and the, I mean, come on, you know, but the, here's the thing. I'm not even really interested in seeing, seeing the tampon maneuver, Yeah, but to me, I, I love like, uh, to me watching two women wrestle, like I have an interest in that, the, the how I started watching UFC, which I barely watch, but yeah. Um, I never, like I saw some highlights and stuff, but it was never really for me until the first match I ever saw was Rousey Misha Tate because I wanted to see who Rousey was and me, you know what I mean? And like Rousey comes out and she's playing Joan Jett and then Misha Tate plays Katy Perry. Her name is Cupcake. And I'm like, Cupcake's going to get destroyed, (laughs) you know? And I, and, and before that was the Silva match where I'd never watched two guys before and the guy Silva's leg popped out and I was like, I, I'm going to throw up oh, all over. Oh, yeah, right. That was my yeah. first. I literally watched it at Bill Burr, um, uh, oh, Nia's house. Oh, I had no idea that Nia was... broken. Oh, God. I, I, Nia was so crazy about it. It was. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I love her. 
Um, I wouldn't go back and start watching like a ton of US, UFC, but I, I have watched substantial amount of like women's matches, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I'd love to go see like a, a WW, like a mania, like a crazy event like that. I to, with dudes that would I would be so fun to watch. Yeah. But on a smaller level, to me, going if you were commentating to go to a bar in Highland Park and watch that, I would watch that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, it's always a fun time. It's all action. It's a quick show. Yeah. There's probably how long do they fight for? Um. Suburban Fight is probably um, maybe a 90-minute show, a two-hour show at most. Um, It's quick, and they probably only have three, maybe four matches. And, you know, 10, 20 minutes is is a long match. Yeah. You know? So here's, here's for a show like that. Yeah. So let's say you take uh, you say we just did the example of Priscilla Tuna. Um, yeah. Now, well, there's also bar wrestling features a lot of uh, female wrestlers, and they run uh, once a month, uh, maybe even a couple times a month. Yeah. And they're always they're they're at the Bootleg Theater, uh, and then they're also Lady Arm Wrestlers, which I just started following on Instagram because oh. I'm up, now I'm obsessed and I'm gonna like whatever. I just I just need this to be my over the two my top. profession because I I want to go to like roller derby, lady arm wrestling. I'm clearly now gonna watch follow Priscilla and Tuna. Um, I just need this to be my career. Uh, so Patreon people, let's go uh, donate to the show. Um, but the, okay, so here's my question. So let's say we're just talking Priscilla Tuna. Priscilla Kelly and Tuna. Priscilla Kelly and Tuna. Yeah. Now, besides the love of the game, Mm -hmm. um, is there a system where they... The love of Triple H. The love of Triple H. Wait, what is Triple H? He's the game. Oh, he's the... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He's not just the best player in the game. He is the game. Okay, that's awesome. (laughs) Behold the king of kings. So, it's the greatest. It's the greatest it's, I'm going. I'm I'm really like so entertained by all of this. Um, is there like are, are there, is it a league? Can they start like is, is that a jumping off point to get them somewhere else? Like how does that system work? Or this is yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think the question you're asking is um, WWE is the biggest game in town. They're the biggest wrestling company in the world. Yeah. Um, the number two wrestling company in the world is New Japan Pro Wrestling, oh. um, which is uh, has had a lot of their talent poached by WWE over the last couple of years and most recently All Elite Wrestling. Uh, key guys, not Japanese guys, but key guys, uh, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, um, Hangman Page. These these are uh, people that were um, very very popular uh, in New Japan, and then also in the states you have Ring of Honor, which um, is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. So they have TV in certain markets. Okay. Uh, they'll run on pay per view, and now uh, with All Elite getting in the game, and it's it's um, uh, the Khan family. Uh, is the money behind oh, all elite the Tampa wrestling. Bay, right. Tampa Bay Rays and the so British, is, the, the what do they own, Manchester United or something like that? They own... So they got they real a money. a whole bunch of right. stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they, and they, they just signed Chris Jericho, and uh, word started getting around of Jericho's deal, and he's like, it's the best contract I've ever signed in the history yeah. of his career. Yeah. So things are happening. Yeah. It's a great time to be a pro wrestler. 
Yeah. And it's a great time to be on the indie scene because um, talent is getting scooped up. Yeah. You know? So this would be considered the indie scene. Like right. the suburban Suburban the five, very scene. much the yeah. indie scene. Yeah. Um, so then the top of the pack of the indie scene would probably be uh, PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. They used to run out of uh, the American Legion Post number 308 in Reseda, California. Now they are in the Globe Theater downtown. And they are probably going to be affected most by... Because Ring of Honor is really starting to spend some money on talent, too. There's a uh, Mexican luchador named uh, Bandido oh. who just signed with Ring of Honor for a big money... And everybody was bidding for him, all elite, WWE... And so PWG has, for the last few years, certainly the last five or six years, has been the place to get discovered and get scooped up for like a, a New Japan or a WWE, yeah. or even just to um, get more exposure on the indie scene and then, yeah. you know, be able yeah. to get better bookings and better uh, yeah. um, booking prices and whatnot. Now, how about for the... Uh, it's. It seems like that's like a... Is that the same path for the women? Let's switch over to... Definitely. Definitely. Uh, the lady wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Now, now this is obviously uh, a lot of women's sports. It's like it all starts with the... Starts with the men's sports. And then they let us play a little. <laughs> and then sometimes they broadcast us. Um, so, you know, the women's... It, so can you just kind of like do, do like a quick... Is it... It's like... 20 years behind, 10 years, but like, or is it just like, you know, it, it seemed like the women's wrestling also was very, maybe not broadcast and maybe not obviously mm -hmm. as clearly as prominent as the men, but it's been around for quite a long time. Definitely. And there, I mean, going back to the forties and fifties, uh, um, you had women's wrestling, but it was a special attraction. It wouldn't yeah. be yeah. every time, but they would always pop the, pop the gates wherever they were. They yeah. would always be a big um, draw, but it was a special attraction. There were some um, all-women promotions, but really what wound up happening is then once you go through um, the 60s and 70s and then into the 80s, um, Fabulous Moolah really controlled all of women's wrestling. Fab Fabulous Moolah? Fabulous Moolah. Who is that? Um, well, there's a great, great uh, documentary Ooh. called um, it's called Lipstick and Dynamite, I believe is what it's called. It's a it's it's it it goes into the history of of women's wrestling. Oh, I'm gonna and, watch it. I can't wait. Yeah, talks to Moolah and stuff. But I mean, Moolah was. Um, she the Ruth Bader Ginsburg of women's no, wrestling. No, <laughs> no, no, no. She's more of a. Um, She's more like the uh, that group of women who popped up during the women's live era who were like, well, we want to be housewives. Oh, we, it's she, the opposite. She, yeah, she kind of oh, held okay. uh, the yeah. women's wrestling back. Um, yeah. And she had a piece of, like, any. It, it, she controlled it all. You had to go through moolah to get... Um, the moolah. To get the moolah. And then she had a piece of everyone's contract. And then she 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 made a lot of money off of a lot of people. Uh, and um, She's the Donald Trump of women. Yeah, she like. kind of was. <laughs> she kind of was. But at any rate, but in the 80s, there still were some... You know, Wendy Richter and uh, when when Cindy Lauper was uh, getting involved in, in WWF and she was Wendy's manager. I mean, Wendy Richter was really popular... But they just kind of, you know, turned the gas off on it. And um, 
Sherry Martel and whatnot. But if you get into the early 90s in Japan, uh, women's wrestling was... Uh, it was it, it was intended for teenage girls, but there was a time when um, all Japan women's wrestling was the best wrestling going, men or women or whatever. No way. So yeah, so you had um, so and then some of that uh, came into the states. You had uh, people like Medusa. Um, was she Japanese? Uh, no, Medusa is um, American. But then some of the Japanese names would be Manami Toyota or Aja Kong or And they uh, came over from Japan to fight in Yeah, the Manami Toyota circuit. stayed in Japan for uh, most of her career. She came over, I think the first time she came over would have been when she worked for Chikara um, within the last mm, decade. But at any rate, the... Um, the women's wrestling then in the 90s, especially in the States, was just, you know, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was just bra and panty matches and yeah. pretty demeaning. Yeah. Hair pulls and hurricanas. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Aaron. We discussed that before the... <laughs> that's all they did. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Trish Stratus and Lita had some some good matches, but again, you know, it was it was in that... Yeah, yeah. Presentation of it. It really wasn't until the last, um, really the last five years in the States, you had, uh, I mean, and now in Japan you have Shimmer, which is an uh, all-female promotion. What's interesting is, 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 I think the way the Japanese do it is better because they keep the men's and the women's wrestling separate. Because in the States, it's always just like, WWE has women's wrestling, but it's yeah. like they, and, and they suffer from it. They get one segment or maybe yeah. two segments, but I mean, it's 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 better now than it's ever been, yeah. especially in WWE. Yeah, but I think they should have a an all women's promotion just so that they can actually have more time. I just thought they did. I didn't even realize they didn't. No, I mean, in the states, there's Shimmer. That's an all women's promotion, and then you get a lot of uh, talent coming from there. But um, in NXT is NXT is um, the WWE developmental territory. Yeah. Um, at least that in in name, it's yeah. supposed to be the developmental territory. But really, what it is in practice is it's um, a place where they can scoop up uh, hot indie talent. Um, just to try to um, deal with their competition because they, they've been ignoring the indies for the last mm, 10, 15 years. So the, and, now, and now the indies have gotten yeah. so strong that they're like, oh, this is real competition. So they've been scooping up a lot of that talent. But the, the women that came out of NXT, you know, Paige, Sasha, Bank, Sasha Banks, uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey. Um, have gone up to the main roster and then they actually started having, you know, they stopped calling it the divas division and it's like the women's division. Yeah. And they're now, they're no longer divas. They're wrestlers. Yeah. Well, they're superstars. Oh, yeah. Can't call them I know. wrestlers. I know. I have this down. I was I like, know. what is the superstar term that I keep hearing 24 hours a day? Yeah. But the, yeah. um, the, there's a serious rumor that for the first time ever, 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 uh, the women may be main eventing WrestleMania. So that, so that, 
that article that I sent you, I thought was so interesting. It's very and interesting. And I'll post this, but it, it you know it just basically said yeah. for world wrestling entertainment the future is female. Um, and then, of course, it was like the addition of, of Rousey. And I know, right. like, you know, I'd seen one of her matches. But um, again, obviously, there's a, a wealth of talent. But yeah. so the transition for most what you're saying is sort of like it was more about obviously like looks and sort yeah. of like men's spectacle versus athleticism. I mean, obviously, these women are incredible athletes, but sure. it was more like sex sells versus yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a cosmetic business on, you know, either side. I yeah. mean, the men, the when, frankly, the men are wearing less clothes than the women are. Yeah. But it's, there isn't uh, an emphasis put on, or, oh, look how sexy he is. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. they're not ripping. Well, that's just the history of women. But yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's basically. Just, but, and then it said, uh, so there's three parts of the article that I love. Mm -hmm. uh, February 14th. Uh, WWE will release a movie fighting with my family, uh, starring the rock. And, but anyway, it depicts a career of Soraya Jade Bevis, yeah. AKA page will be played by Florence Pugh. Right. Um, and then current WWE superstar Thea Trinidad, a.k.a. Zelina Vega. I didn't know, by the way, real, real quick, that you could completely change your name. I thought it was like Aaron the Enforcer Foley or whatever. But I was like, they're, they're full on burning up their names and putting two new names in. Yeah, a lot of times that'll happen. Some people wrestle under their real names. Really what's happening is WWE will assign a name that they can then copyright and then trademark and own that name i gotcha so like vince isn't too keen on like when mick foley came in he's like you know you gotta put they they came yeah. up with mankind yeah. and yeah. you know it's like oh cactus jack uh, yeah ted turner owned cactus jack didn't he um roughly well he was cactus jack before he yeah, wound yeah. up with turner so i i don't know that anybody actually I owned actually own Cactus Jack. Or like Let CM it. Punk when he, he was CM Punk before, and then he was able to. They've they've softened a little bit on it. Some yeah. people coming in from the Indies or Japan or or Mexico or the UK are getting to you know keep their names. Um, second part of it, I said uh, WWE's push for female talent shows that the company. Uh, engaging in time-honored business tradition of listening to its consumers, giving its fans <laughs> what they want. Yeah, um, yeah. The audience over the past few years uh, has increasingly become more female. In 2015, more women watched WWE content than the primetime average of TLC, Oxygen, HGTV, and WE Network. Um, and then it said, uh, this was, I thought was really interesting. July 23rd, um, wrestling observer noticed something when it, when it came to their audience, WWE's female audience it said during the night's episode of Monday night raw, the female audience quote was more loyal and actually grew while the male audience has become less interested as the show went on women ages 18 to 49, the first to the third hour uh, growth was 10% male dropped, uh, uh 10%. Then it says, we believe WWE is expanding its total available market by elevating women. We believe the reason women wrestlers programming is more popular than other women's professional sports is because WWE is viewed as entertainment. Well, yes and no. It depends if you like wrestling or not. Also, it depends. Like, this is... This is such a huge money-making company, you know what I mean? That yeah. now... You know, now it feels like at least it's changing in how it broadcasts and, like, you know, celebrates women, uh, female wrestlers. Big time. I mean, Big time. you know, the WNBA, like, you know, it, it's, ju it's just, I always say, 
if you if you put the product on uh, if it's availability like if I can't like the National Women's Hockey League and we're going to end the show with this because they are in fact the feel good moment of the week I it was the National Women's um, Hockey League just this is literally like the second or third year that it's been in season highest attendance right it was like 6,000 or whatever mm-hmm. it was not aired right I streamed it on Twitter right so if you keep putting WWE like women's wrestling on WNBA more games if people can actually see it and know where they can find it right these audiences are going to be expanding 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 we're just so behind the ball yeah. in broadcasting yeah I mean I it, it uh that article touches on a lot of interesting things. Um, it's not completely accurate. Um, the ratings have been going down. Um, the women viewership has been going down. Um, the reason that they are so profitable, WWE, is because of the TV rights. Yeah. Um, there's a premium put on uh, live television now uh, for cable networks. Um, USA uh, is trying to hang on to the, you know, claiming that they're number one on cable. Um, if they didn't have Monday Night Raw, uh, they would be, you know, they wouldn't even be in the top five anymore. Um, they're not even number one anymore, but they claim, you know, ESPN and, and the news channels don't count. Uh, they've uh, USA has lost SmackDown uh, this fall. Uh, SmackDown is moving to Fox. Fox paid a exorbitant amount of money for a five year deal, basically oh, wow. averaging out to a billion dollars, or you know. Wow. And because they, uh, some of the TV people have this idea that pro wrestling is DVR proof. Um, that's the the last um, investors call that WWE just had has kind of proven that they're, they're actually not. They're just they're DVR just about as much as anything else on TV. And the big source of income from last year was from this uh, this ten year deal that WWE uh, signed with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, where they're doing a live event there once a year for just uh, tens and tens of millions of dollars each time. So it's it's they've they've been a little. Kg uh, uh, about uh, you know explaining just how much money Saudi Arabia is going to be paying them, but it's uh, huge, huge, <laughs> course, huge money. Course. But yeah, the the reason that they got the Fox deal when they did is because at the time when the negotiating was happening, just all of a sudden the ratings were better than they've been, and they had signed Ronda Rousey, and the yeah. the speculation was going to be that Rousey was going to be a big um, ratings draw. That hasn't. Was she? No. Is she? No. no. Uh, the 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 casual people that got brought in, like yourself, that yeah. got brought into UFC from Ronda Rousey, have not followed her to WWE. And then um, the talk is that her deal was for a year, which would be uh, this WrestleMania. Not that she's you know uh, would be gone, but that it wouldn't be that she would just kind of be a special attraction yeah. showing up once in a while, and she wouldn't necessarily be on TV every single week as she's been. Yeah. So it's what a very you, interesting yeah. time, but they're making WWE's making more money than they've ever been making, and uh, they're not. They claim that they are listening to their audience, but yeah. they, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a reason, uh, and and a lot of the wrestlers aren't too happy with the way that the company has been run creatively and whatnot. And now that this all elite 
wrestling is is popping up. Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting time. Yeah. It's a very interesting time for the wrestling viewing world. <laughs> all right, let me ask you this. Uh, Hit me. All right, and then we'll wrap You need up. to get some Becky Lynch in your life. You need some Asuka. I'm, I'm literally, you're going to have to like follow up with an email and tell Io me. Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. Because I want them all on this podcast. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. Get into it. I know. I, I... Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> No, I, Candace LeRae. I'm going to literally. The Killer Bays. <laughs> I'm all on it. I need a new sport, right, Aaron? That's what I say every week. I go, oh, my God, I'm drowning. I always feel like uh, uh, men's wrestling and the WWE, all elite. I never have any. I have no worries about the NFL, the NBA, WWE. I just always think this is a well-oiled machine. This is part of our culture. Yeah. So I always want to try to. Uh, um, you know, my fear is that someone's going to be like, the WNBA doesn't make enough money and poof, gone, right? So how, let's say you put your like CEO hat on and your love of wrestling, um, uh, Mr. CEO wrestler, uh, it, and you, you have this product um, that needs to be like grown and supported for just female wrestlers. Mm. Like, is it, you think it's getting better in inside the ring? Like, wh- what do you do? What do you do to make this more, um, you know, accessible and 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 catch fire? Women's wrestling? Yeah. Um, it's hotter now than it's ever been. Yeah. What, I mean, it's it's this is the best time in yeah. the history of the country, probably the world that there's ever been for for women's wrestling. Yeah. The thing that would be great is if. Um, WWE because they they are gluttons for content. Yeah, Raw is three hours on Monday, uh, SmackDown is two hours on Tuesday, and those are the the flagship shows. Then you've got an hour of NXT, then you get an hour of Two Hundred Five Live. Now they've got NXT UK. Wow. They got. Uh, I mean, they're going to be starting up. Uh, they're talking about NXT in Japan. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, so what they need to do. What would be great? Yeah, is if they had. Uh, NXT, uh, a women's league. Yeah. If they had an hour women's show, I would watch that every single week. Sometimes yeah. you don't have enough time for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I would make time for that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know? Now, why would you make time for that? Because it's so good. Yeah. You know, the, the women's wrestling and especially the women that they have in there now, like the Becky Lynch's and Charlotte's and Oscars and whatnot, um, they can go. Yeah. They yeah. can go, and they, they are scooping up so much talent. Like, on NXT now, they have um, the Sky Pirates, Io Shirai and, and Kairi Sane. I think Kairi Sane is the best wrestler, man or woman, uh, in the company. Oh, wow. It's just, uh, you, you, when we're done with this, you got to yeah. see her elbow drop. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. believe your eyes. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just there's time. It's, it's the time... It's the perfect time to do it, yeah. but it's also um, we can actually let the women have time. Because it's it, there, there's one thing where it's just kind of um, one or two segments on the show. It's getting better. Yeah. You know, they are getting some main event, uh, you know, focus. And, and the, the, right now it's Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. There is talk that Charlotte's going to be added to the match. If she does get added to the match and they do a, you know, uh, a three-way, it would be uh, a better match yeah. for sure. Yeah. And there is talk that it and, – and Becky Lynch is the hottest wrestler in the company right now, man okay. or woman. She's, she's yeah. on fire. Yeah. 
All right, I'm it should be watching. the main event. I'm going to start watching. Um, first of all, this has been... I've done 236 of these. This is by far one of my all-time favorites. Baby! I just, I just love learning about yeah. like new sports. Then how do I get into it? How is it accessible? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Because you just go, oh, went wrestling, and you know, then you keep going. But like now that I know, I could see because I love going to events. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could see you commentating and see two women wrestling at a bar. Like that's the freaking coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like, so I'm following up with, and then you're going to give me like some names that I'm going to track down and have on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, There's a lot of great uh, SoCal based wrestlers who would love to be on the show. All right, good. You're now my um, uh, wrestling coordinator. Uh, feel good moment of the week. Uh, and, and we're going to do more on this. So lady hockey fans, uh, just just uh, be patient. I had to get a, a... I was just so psyched to talk about wrestling today, but we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, National Women's Hockey League, um, All-Star Game, All-Star Weekend. Uh, it was so fun. Uh, here's... My only problem was this. I went to... I wasn't around yesterday day for, for the whole day, so I went to... Uh, to tape the game and I couldn't find it anywhere. Then I went on Twitter and I started streaming it on Twitter, but then I had to leave. Um, my girlfriend was visiting and I really, honest to God, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, we have a couple days together and I couldn't make her watch the women's <laughs> national women's all-star game. So I watched some of it, but she did hang in with me uh, for a little bit. So good for her. Um, but it was, this is a huge stat, uh, record attendance, 6,120 people attended the All-Star Game in Nashville. They threw a catfish out on the uh, ice as they do with the Predators game. Uh, Wait, four on four. Ice? Yes. There <laughs> Wait, was. sorry. I'm thinking I'm still in wrestling mode. Sorry. Yes, it was ice yeah, hockey. Course, yes. We've transferred Hello. over. Sorry. We've transitioned into ice hockey. The Iceman King Parsons? <laughs> what? Becky Lynch on skates. Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> um, anyway, it, I saw as much as I could. I'm just, I'm so annoyed right now that it, I couldn't tape the game. So... Hopefully, uh, we'll have more and more support. It seemed like Nashville was the perfect host for this. Um, and uh, it went into a shootout. Uh, and uh, Shannon Sabato's uh, phenomenal goalie. She was the uh, MVP. I just wish uh, she plays for the Buffalo uh, Buttes. I just wish I had seen more of it. So I'm going to start a, a, a campaign to watch more of it. Um, I just want to do a real, also a quick shout out to uh, my a, a super fun, awesome fan. And we've been going back and forth with a lot of um, hockey. I actually just uh, followed up with her today because I need more. Um, just a, a big shout out to uh, uh, Kristen Berger. Uh, she said, reporting live from Devil's Practice Facility where the uh, Metropolitan Riveters are trailing the Buffalo Buttes 3-2 to two after two periods. Amazing to watch in person. Worth a trip from the city if you can swing it for your next visit. Um, the tickets cost about the same as a toll back to New York City. Yay, women's sports. And then she sent me a picture of uh, uh, Amanda Kessel in a rainbow jersey. Uh, it was it was super awesome. So please uh, email everything uh, to me at sportswithoutballs at gmail. Uh, send me stories, send me pictures, send me uh, everything from uh, around the league. And also send me some more information. If it is, uh, I'm going to go on to a deeper dive to see if I can find it online. So maybe they it's on uh, YouTube because I know YouTube... Um, did have R is uh, streaming some more hockey games. Um, 
That's it. That is our program. Uh, AaronKFoley.com. Uh, you can find uh, tour dates coming up, but I'll be in L.A. for a while. Matt, when are you doing shows, promoting whatever? Where can people hunt you down? Uh, uh, you can follow me on all forms of social media at McCarthy Redhead. And uh, the We Watch Wrestling podcast is every Wednesday at 3.16 a.m. Uh <laughs> You can check us out on headgum.com and wewatchwrestlingpodcast.com, and we will be doing a live show at the Pit in New York City, WrestleMania weekend, on the afternoon of uh, April 6th, uh, right before the New Japan Ring of Honor show at Madison Square Garden, and the Pit is right there in Herald Square, just a stone's throw away, a stone cold <laughs> throw away from Madison Square Garden, and we're going to all, all walk over to the show right after that. How so. fun is that going to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, but tickets are going fast, and uh, legit is going to sell out very soon, so if you want to go, get your tickets now. All right, and I will uh, uh, oh, oh, tag everything. I got... I I got your email. I got your number. <laughs> You're going to be getting uh, links to pro wrestling matches. I'm so psyched. And oh, I'm, yeah, and baby. I'm going to Highland Park, and I'm going to see my lady wrestlers wrestle. Aaron Foley, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're awesome. Aaron in the booth. You're the best. Bret Hart forever. Yes. <laughs> I guess that was your favorite growing up. Yep. Okay. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Bret the, the Hitman. Hit Bret the Hitman Hart. Aaron the Hit Lady Foley will be back next week where we're doing WNBA and college hoops uh, with Mr. Uh, WNBA. And then one in between, I'm doing um, an extra uh, podcast per month, which I promise for my Patreon uh, viewers. So that will be up uh, end of this week, beginning next week. Um, also, everybody watch UConn, South Carolina. By the time this podcast come out, comes out, whatever, um, uh, I'm, I'm predicting a, a, a UConn win, but it'll be great to see Sue Bird and Asia Wilson uh, commentating. Sports Without Balls fans, friends, family, have the best week of your life.